Every, I, I hope that somebody saw the message um, because we really want to see that document um, that Pinchas sent last week. It's really very comprehensive. I, we, we thought it was Rabavadi Yosef's Chuba, but it's not. It's really a very broad overview of all the opinions, including Rabavadi Yosef. So if you guys have it um, up, if you can call it up, if you, either you printed it or, or just uh, click on it to open it on the screen, we're going we're gonna to run through it. And uh, it's really going to be a very good overview and review of, um, of a lot of the things we talked about, even though the subject, the subject is gambling. The subject is lotteries and gambling. But um, as the opening of this person, whoever wrote this, I'm not even sure who wrote this. It must have come from one of the, the Hoshen Mishpat um, uh, organizations. <laughs> but whoever wrote it uh, started off correctly that um, all of the issues of gambling and Masachik Bakuvia, they really started be in the issue of whether the person who does this is Kasher Le'edus or Kasher Okay, and that's really the, the direct thing that the Gemara talks about um, is, and that's, um, that's the opening lines there on page one, if, you, if you're seeing it and you're following it. So, uh, okay, and Hadiyun by Gemara in the second paragraph, the Diyun in the Gemara about Mesachik Bakuvia and, and games of chance is in Shnei Kibuni, right? Hazoche b'mishakim b'agalat imrim halaluhu gazla. There is an opinion that in a game of chance, the winner is a gazlan because he's taking money from the person who doesn't really want to give it over. Everybody going into this Masachik Bakuvia, he's doing it because he expects to win. So if he loses, he's giving up money that he did not intend to, to um to give up. Right, and therefore, so that's one, one reason why it could be called the gospel. But if you realize the whole reason the Gemara started talking about it was only about the validity of the person as an aid. Because if he's a Gazan, he's Pasalaidus. And if he's and and there's an opinion that Masachik Bakuvi is Kosherlaidus. And he can't possibly then be a Gazlan, okay? And even the one who says he's postulatus, it could be that he's postulatus not because he's a Gazlan, but because he's Eino Osek B'Yishuvo Shal Olam, which would mean that the Masachi Bekuvi itself is not a prohibited activity. That's, but, but, but so that's really the going to be that you have to explore that Machlokas about whether he is a Gazlan or he's not a Gazlan. Okay, so that's one direction of why Masachi Bekuvia would be puzzle A, this is because he's a Goslin. Um, all right, and where is it? I lost my place. Kivun uh, I'm in the third line of the second paragraph. Kivun who shagamim ain mesachik bahagrala vuyur halalu bayashal gezel. Even if he's not a Goslin, the chosot mishtatfim behem psulim laedus. For a different reason, ki enam oskim beyishubo shal ola. Because they're not involved in you know, productive activity uh, that's contributing something to society. Okay, and therefore it could make a difference whether the person has another means of parnasa, in which case he would not be posseleidus, or this is his sole means of parnasa. Okay, so that's basically that Gomorrah is going to determine how we understand that Gomorrah and, and the status of Masachik Bakuvia vis a vis edus. Is going to determine how the the legitimacy of some of the other things that go on, i.e., gambling and lotteries. Okay, and right, and then he brings the question of what about all of these lotteries? Whether it's a lottery for money, um, that where a person is just trying to raise money and somebody runs a lottery to raise money, um, or it's a lottery for a tzedakah. And then whether the prize is a object like a Sefer Torah or some, uh, you know, or the Rebbe's Gartel uh, or, or, the, um, or, the, or the, the prize is money. And that also could make a difference. So if you go to the last couple of lines in this section before the Aleph, 
המשחקים בהגרלות ובהימורים הללו מותרת או אסורה? That's the question. Am I allowed to buy a lottery ticket? Am I allowed to participate in a lottery for a safer Torah, etc., etc.? האם שאלה זו תלויה בתנאים ובמצבים מסוימים? Is it a function of circumstances? ומה היחס לכל אלו באותם מצבים שיש אפשרות להיות שותף להם מבחינה הלכתית? Are you allowed to do it? Halachically, are you allowed to do it? So what's the status of the people who do it? And are you allowed to do it? Okay, so and then he, he puts in parentheses something that we did very much in depth. And of course, it's all built. It starts on the sugya in Sanhedrin Cafe. But we've seen a lot of the other sources. Okay, so he quotes, of course, our Mishnah. And the Machlokas um, between Rami Bar Chama and Rav Sheshes. What's the reason why Masachek Pekuvia is posseleidus? Is it because Asmachta lo Kanya and he's a Gazlan? Or no, Asmachta Kanya, he's not a Gazlan, but he's not Osek Beishubu Shal Olam, and that's why he's posseleidus. Okay, so now we have source number one, the Ramba. Okay, I'm going to be skipping here a little. I'm going to be skipping. We're just going to hit, hit some highlights uh, because this is really going to be an overview and a summary. All right, are you guys, everybody has what, what, what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. So uh, he quotes the Rambach. That's basically, in our, in our day and age, it would be dice. The winner gets to take money from the loser. So I raise a gezel mi divrehem. Again, it's, it's gezel mi divrehem. Because the term Gazlan mi oraisa is only when I punch you in the nose and take away your money. It's got to be by force. Here, it's not by force because you're giving it to me. But it's Gezel mi because the Rabbonans say that he's not really giving it willingly. So it's not by force. It's not Gezel d'oraisa. But Chazal uh, 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 decreed it as a Gezel mi because he doesn't really want to give it. Afal pisha ritzona bailing loka. I, they gave it. He's not a guest. Why is he a the It was through a game that he took his friend's money. So I raise a gezel. In other words, what Ramam means is he doesn't really deserve the money. He doesn't deserve the money. He's taking money that he doesn't really deserve. Okay. And then the Ramam talks about Absolatus, uh, which we're going to, we're not going to deal with that. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so now he brings the, the, the Ran, which we saw. We saw this Ran very, in, in very much detail. That's source number two. Um, you know what? Let's run through it quickly, even though the main theme is, only, is buried away in the middle. But let's run through it quickly because it's a good summary for us of the Ran. So, that if you have a profession and once in a while you do gambling, there's no problem. But that's not correct. And now he brings in a whole uh, side point, and I'm going to skip that point because we did not see it. And again, this is really the commentary of the of the author here. It's not it's not in the run explicitly, and. Um, I want to go to the top of the next page, page two, at the beginning, about five lines down where there's three dots. Amar Rabbi Abo. Okay? So, Amar Rabbi Abo, Halachik Rabbi Yehuda, Hilchach Nachtin, and the Apostle Masachik Bekuvia, Umafrichiyon, and Vidnei Sheinos, can be Yeshuva Shalola. So they're not really because of Asmachta and the Thergazlan. I'm on page two, uh, towards the top of the page, again, in the, in the where, where it says in the three dots, Amar Rabbi Abo, the five, five lines down. Hilchach. Bishum schok enbo mishum gezel, meaning there are no game of chances gezel. Afilu gazlan mi divreim lo havi, the chain pasku betosos. So he's saying that, that you're not a gazlan mi de orais. The lefimasha kasabnu be mishnasenu da filu le ravsheshes, the omer mesachi be kuvihum of nation also gushal olam. Afilu hachi, ika be mesachi be kuvi isur de rabbonon mishum gezel de divreim. That's the Rambam sheet. Not all the Rishonim agree with that, even with that. That's what we skipped in the Ran, that there's an indication that it's a, that it's a Gezel de Rabbon. Okay? 
Im Kane, here's the line, here's the important line that we need to see. It's the it starts with the line Zeafilo, but I'm gonna pick it up a few words in. Im Kane, Kosha, my damn so Rav Sheshis says that it's not an asmachta, and we paskin like Rav Sheshis, and the only reason the Masachi Bekuvia is possible is, is, is because Eina Osik But according to Rav Sheshis, there should be nothing wrong with occasional gambling. So, right? So, Hot Amarta the Easter Gezel Midivreim Ika in Cain Li Pasal Edus Midrabona. But if how come Rav Sheshis doesn't puzzle it because of an Easter Dirabona? So you know and according to those who hold that there's that it's Gezel Midivreim, how does Rav Sheshis say it's kosher ladies? It should, even if even if he has a different a different profession, but he's 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 a he's a Gazel Rabona. Okay, the Efsher Lilitarits again. This is right. Efsher Lilitarits the Lomar. This is a different kind of an asmach. The asmachtas be alma. Here we have this introduction, the idea that we said many times. Asmachtas de alma Why is this mesachik bekuvia not an asmachta? Because what's an asmachta? An asmachta is when one side makes a commitment or a promise that he doesn't expect to have to fulfill. It's a one-sided commitment. That's an asmachta. Right, I'll pay you $100 if you don't go. He doesn't want him to go to a certain place. And he says, if you don't go there, I'll pay you $100. And the guy goes. Okay? And the guy doesn't go. I'm sorry, the guy doesn't go. So he doesn't have to pay because he never really meant it. So then it would be a gezel do raisa if he takes the money when he's not entitled to it. So why is there a diff? Why do we treat the mesachik bekuvia more leniently than the person who takes money from a one-sided asmachta? Because remember, it's a bilateral commitment. So each side is making a commitment to pay the other one, and he's serious because he's hoping to win, but he's ready to pay if he loses. The bilateral commitment. So So he's treating it as a different kind of a, of a, of a, of a commitment than a regular, than a standard asmachta. Einbo iser asmachta de oraita. He's saying like this, since they made the mutual commitment, even if the other guy doesn't want to pay, and I grab the money, I'm not a gezel de oraisa, because there was a there was a kind of a commitment, because it was bilateral. But what is there? Okay, wait. So we're going, we've got, got to go two steps. He's holding that even according to Rav Sheshis, it should be a gezel de Rabbonon because we have certain proofs that Asmachta is a gezel de Rabbonon. So if it's a gezel de Rabbonon, why isn't he puzzle le'edus according to Rav Sheshis? That's the problem he has to solve. If you're going to hold that it's not gezel, that it, I'm sorry, that it is gezel de Rabbonon with other, because of other reasons, and yet Rav Sheshis says he's not puzzle le'edus, if he has another profession, why isn't he puzzle le'edus? So here he introduces a very interesting idea that, that, that is a function of what makes somebody puzzle the edus. Okay. El Israel Rabbanan Bilchud Ainu Gezel Didivrem. Kivan, here's the here's the key, here's the key line. Kivan delo mashmalule inshi lemeved isura afilu de rabbanan. When people are gambling, when people are playing dice, etc. So do they think that they're gazlanim or they don't think they're gazlanim? Do they think it's legitimate or they don't think it's legitimate? I think it's legitimate. Everybody, they all think it's legitimate, okay? Even though technically it's Gesel de Rabbon. So therefore, one? They think it's legitimate. The question is whether they think the guy they're playing against is a Ghana. <laughs> if they lose. No, but then, wait, wait, wait. Doesn't it happen? No, no. Right now we're talking about whether the guy who plays and wins, is he puzzled 
So on the one hand, we're saying it's Gezel the Rabbana. So the Chayr should be Pasameidus, according to Rav Sheshis. How does Rav Sheshis say it's, he's, it's not? How, do you, how does Rav Sheshis say it's not an Asmachta, so it's not Gezel the Raisa? But we have other proofs that it is Gezel the Rabbanan. So how could Rav Sheshis say that he's Kashalaitis? So the answer is because since people who do this don't think they're even violating Gezel the Rabbanan, they are technically, but they don't realize it. They don't think they are. Why do we puzzle somebody who is a Gazan de Rabbanon? Why do we puzzle him latest? Why is a Gazan? Let's even think, let's go back. Why is a Gazan puzzle latest? Certainly, if it's Gezel de Rabbanon. So, one of, we'll see this explanation inside later. But I say like this if you don't work, well, I'm sorry, when I'm, let me back it up. Why would a person who has no other umnus, even Rav Sheshis will agree, he's Pasal If he's not a Gazlan, why should he be Pasal Because he has no other profession. I don't remember if we saw that inside. I think we did, we touched on it like almost in passing. Yeah, Josh. I think Rashi said on the spot that he's not, <clears throat> um, he's not sensitive to the, the money of other people because he's not involved in making money in a, in a, in a straight way. So that's an amazing insight. That's correct. In other words, a person who doesn't work for a living, but he lives off of gambling and or some kind of other thing, he doesn't appreciate the money that people work for. And therefore, he is, doesn't take seriously the idea of false testimony about somebody else's money. So therefore, if he has no other profession, we're going to puzzle him because he doesn't, he, he doesn't understand the severity of depriving a person of what's of what he's entitled to. That's an amazing insight. Okay. Um, all right. So this is basically how this this person who wrote this understood the rock. Let's go to number three. Number three brings the smart. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, all right. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because number five is going to be get us to a Ravadi Yosef. But let's let's just see quickly how he summarizes the smart. Okay, so Kenny Das Haramba. This is the Sma that we saw. Okay. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is a different Sma. This is not um, one second. This is Shin Ayin. We didn't see this Sma. Okay, uh, this is in this is in uh, Hilfus Adis. This is in Hilfus Adis. This is not in Hilfus Asma. Okay. So ain't Tamba Mushum the Pasa Kirami Barhama. The reason why a Masachik Bekuvi is Pasalaidus, says the Sma, which is explaining the Shulchanach's soul, is because he's Eno Okay, what does that mean? This is what we just said now. If he doesn't have a normal job, this is probably his only. A source of income is gambling. And the person's getting money. So the guy who he took it from, I think Ephraim said it right, but in the reverse, right? The guy he took it from thinks that he's a guy, he thinks he's a gazla. He's a ganf. I mean, a Gazlami de Rabbanon is puzzled if he, if he lives off of his Gzela. Meaning, if he has a job that doesn't support him and he has to supplement his income, that's also called Eino Osek Yeshuvah Shal Olo. Okay? So that is according to the Rambam. But what about Tachokim ala Rambam? Svira Lehu, I'm in the middle of number three. This is the Rashi that Josh just quoted. People who don't work for a living don't realize how hard it is to make a buck. So Nekel Bain of Light Shaker, it's not so big deal. Okay, so the guy's gonna lose a few bucks. Because since his main parnasa comes from something that is not serious work, he, he's, he's suspected of not taking 
earned money seriously. And has the same, same good. Okay? All right. So that is, the, that's his explanation of the Sma. Now, Bayes, section Bayes, that's, okay, so now that's really Masachi Vikuvi. That's playing dice. And, 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 and now he's going to Masachi Mazel Himurim Hagralot. All right. So now we have the idea of a person who, in the roulette wheel, or um, at the end, we're going to talk about poker, by the way. There's a section at the end. I don't know if you guys prepared this. At the very end, he actually talks about poker. Okay. But right now we're talking about gambling and uh, lotteries. Okay. So this is the Mordechai. How goes on Mordechai? Okay. And when we were little kids on Pesach, we used to play nuts. Did, that, did you used to play that? Where you used to roll the nut and anybody, you, you, you tried to hit the other guy's uh, filberts, the little round filberts. And if you hit the other guy's filbert, you got, you collected all the nuts. Anybody play that? Is that, or am I, yeah, Prime, you remember that game? That, was, well, that wasn't a lot to do in those days. There were no internet games. That's how we, that's what we have, that's, uh, you know, that, right, that's what we played on Pesach. So that's a kind of a gambling, right? Isn't that gambling, right? Even though it's a lot of skill, but, you know, but so apparently in those days, the Egozim was luck, not skill. Meaning Ruvain won the money in Egozim and Shimon now is taking him to court because he wants his money back. So can Shimon get his money back? Okay. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Actually, no, I, I think it's Ruvain who won. It's not clear. Ruvain who won wants to collect from Shimon who lost. Okay. So says the the Hagosa the, Mordechai. Uh, no, okay. So I, I, it looks to me like, um, like Shimon wants his money back. So the, from this socket, it looks like Shimon wants his money back. Okay. So he could do the Gazan Demakanya Lokana because Shim Ruvain really didn't own, doesn't really isn't entitled to the money. Why? So Ruvain took money that he's not entitled to, so he should give it back to Shimon. The low gamar umakne, because Shimon really never wanted to give it to him. And therefore, you see it, that therefore Ruvain has to give back the money. Paskins the Hagos Mordechai. Because Shimon really never gave it willingly. Shimon was sure he's going to win. And when he lost, he gave it, but he didn't really want, expect to have to give it. What? Okay, skip a couple of lines. Alma kol Okay, and since we said these guys are pusillators, meaning the guy playing the nuts would be pusillators. So you see that Ruvain's not entitled to the money, and therefore he has to give it back. Can you imagine that, right? You can imagine in the, uh, in, the, in the dice, right? You lose the money, and then you pull the guy into court and say, give me back my money. I'm sure they wouldn't, they, you wouldn't, your, your reputation wouldn't be so great anymore. But that's the din. That's the din. I see Yehuda joined us. Well, Yehuda, we're doing the the pages that um, Pinchas sent us last week, and we're right now we're on page three. If uh, if if he sued to get his money back, he certainly wouldn't be allowed back. In the game. He wouldn't be allowed back in the game, huh? right? Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that, that's it. Okay. So so again, therefore, the the Mordechai Paskin that that Ruben is considered a Gazlan. Because Shimon never intended for him to get the money. Okay. <coughs> okay. Now the now we have Ravadios. Here we go. Okay. Ready? This we're gonna see inside. Nishalti Haim Mutar Minadin Lihishtatef Bikniat Kartise Hagrala Shall Mifal Hapayas. Okay, the Israelis that know what Mifalapayas is. I think anybody who's been in Israel knows what Mifalapayas is. Okay. So again, it's it's. I, I don't think it's that. Di- is it? I guess it's not much different than the lotteries that they have in America, right? You know, the uh, super lotteries. The only difference is in the size of the prizes, right? You know, Mfala buys a million shekel, and the the, the the lotteries in New York are like twenty five million dollars. Okay, okay. But the rule, the principle is the same. 
Except, I'm sorry, Josh, what do you want to say? Said it's, a, it's $250 million nowadays. How many tickets do they sell? No idea. Okay. How much does a ticket cost? The most recent lottery was for over a billion dollars. How much does a ticket cost? I think it's a dollar a ticket. Uh, well, they got to be. It's like two dollars and five dollars. Could if be they one. sell a billion if, they, if the prizes have they've got to be selling a billion tickets. Otherwise, they're going to lose money. Okay, so so Ravadi Yosef says he brings in the Masachi Bakuya. So this is Rav Avadia Yosef arguing on Rav Avadia Hadait Beshut Yaskil Avde Hashem Shenishal Benidoni. So this is Rav Avadia Yosef quoting a colleague of his. This is again. This is what Rav Avadia Hadaya said. Sheein leesor mitam isros chachik bekuvia. Why not? Why isn't an iser of uh, of of gezel de rabbanon because asmachta lokan? The shiny hasam key line. Mesachik bekuv right. The shiny hasam shaschuma misuyam shalav sichiku who mamono haprati shel haminutzach. See when you're mesachik bekuv and you win, whose money are you taking? Reuven and Shimon are playing. Whose money is Reuven taking when he wins? Shimon's. He's taking Shimon's money. And Shimon has to pay whatever they agreed on. You know, you could be a, a compulsive gambler and you end up getting wiped out. But it's all Shimon's money going to the winner. You can imagine that Shimon doesn't really want to give away the money that Ruven is taking. The Choshev Shapir Asmachta. Therefore, that is called an Asmachta because Shimon really never intended for Ruven to get the money. Ay, so what's the difference between that and a lottery ticket? A million people are buying tickets. Okay, so the, so the pot is collecting a million dollars from a million people. And the winner gets, the winner isn't getting money from any individual person. I'm inside again. The winner isn't taking Shimon's money. Uh, and, and first of all, he's not taking money that belongs. I'm sorry. He's not taking money that belongs to Shimon. Everybody put in their money for a gamble, right? So here he gets a little off track because all he says is, well, I see we're doing it all the time and nobody says anything. So it must be okay. But the the, the depth of, his, of, his, um, of, of what he's saying is, that we're not that the winner isn't taking anybody's private money, but there's a, a pool of money that was put together, and everybody's taking a chance on getting part of that pool. So he wants to say that's different than Masachik Bakuv. Okay, now Yosef is going to strongly disagree. Again, every, everybody understand the difference between the Masachik Bakuvia, where Ruven is taking Shimon's money that Shimon may not want to give. Whereas in the lottery, everybody's putting in their money and the winner takes a, from a pool of money from people who gave and they gambled. Again, I, I think he's alluding to the fact that the people were willing to put it in. They realize it's a gamble. Okay, now we're about to Yosef fix it. You know, now, question. I, I, I just want to mention it just in terms of the Svara, without looking at what Ravavadio's criticism of that, there isn't really a big difference. In other words, when I'm playing with a small group of people or one-on-one, -on -one, so I'm aware that I'm getting a certain amount of money and that it's been coming out of the pocket of somebody else. When I run, when I play the lottery, I'm also getting a much larger amount of money from a much larger amount of people, number of people, but it's also coming out of their pocket. I don't really see the difference. Well, the difference would be, the difference would be that the people who put it in, put it in, for a gamble, as opposed to 
when I win the the the, the Masachik Bikuvia, the guy expected to win. You know, you can't say that a guy who who bought a, a Mifala Pius ticket, a million people bought a Mifala, each person thought for sure, he really thought he's going to win. And if you take the money, you're taking money that he never expected to lose. Why? Because the security <coughs> is so much smaller? Uh, a, yes. A, the, both the process of the process of the win is a different process. That's And and and, and of course, and the, yeah, and the, the fact that we're dealing here with a million people. The process is different. When a person puts it in with a million other people, he, he's not. It's not the same as when three people are playing, where the guy expects to win. In other words, there's there isn't enough smacht because he's not expecting something along those lines. But Rav Yosef is not going to like it. So let's see what Rav Yosef writes. Nelam Eino Abedolach, his his beautiful, you know, his 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 uh, 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 gem eyes. He's giving him a compliment. Mashakos of a gun, Rav Yosef Chaim b'shut Rav Peilim. So that's how, see, that's how Avadi Adaya ended up talking about a Sefer Torah. So Ravadi Yosef says, well, wait a minute. In a Sefer Torah, I can agree with him. That there's a big difference whether it's a, it's a lottery for a Sefer Torah, where <clears throat> he's saying another thing. Somebody owns that Sefer Torah. But the person who owns the Sefer Torah is willingly giving it up to the winner in order to collect the money, in order that the tzedakah should get the money or, or however, or even he should get the money, right? You know, sometimes a person wants to make a lottery for his own private thing. All right, in other words, the guys that I've got it, you know what, I've got a Sefer Torah and I want to make a lot of money. So I create a private lottery. Everybody who buys a lot, I think they, this is like in the Chinese auctions a lot of times, right? that I, I own it and I want to make money from it. How do I make money from it? I have $100,000 saved for Torah and I'm going to sell 100,000 $100, tickets for $3 a ticket. So if I get sell all the tickets, I'm going to make $300,000 and I'm ready to give over the Safer Torah to the winner because I did it to make money. As I'm doing it, believe Sholei. Masha Enkein, let's see the, 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 the contrast. This is, I think, a little along the lines of what Pinchas wanted to say. But the, 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 the pot in a, in a monetary lottery is an accumulation of private money. At the end of the day, the guy who wins is taking the money from a, a, a conglomerate of all those private people, but it's, he, he's taking their money. This is pretty much what Pinchas wanted to say. He says you can't prove from the fact that it's well accepted in the Jewish community that even private people and certainly charity organizations make um, a, a lottery for, a, for an object as opposed to the Mfalapayas where it's money collected by the people and that money is then distributed to the winner. So okay. is Rav Vadi Yosef saying that he has no objection to the idea of making a Hagrala for a Sefer Torah? Apparently, that's what he's saying, yes. Yes, again, his objection was to Mithala Pais, to Lotto. That was his objection. As we'll see, let's, let's keep going. So Lechari is saying, but I, but we're saying that a person is not postulated if he has another profession, even if he's a Masachi Bekuvia. <coughs> and therefore, there shouldn't be a problem with buying, especially if you have a, a job, there shouldn't be a problem buying a lottery ticket. Loshme Masia is a phrase to mean, right? And this is, it's not called coming, meaning you didn't, you didn't prove anything. Shonama Rambam. And the Shulchan Aruch Koskul Behedya, Vushein Lo Umnus Elohu. Avzeu Raklinian. Here he makes the distinction. Zeh Raklinian LeFoslo BeEdus. The the issue of whether he has a job or not is a function of whether he's kosher or pasul LeEdus. Avaleinian Isur Gezel Midivreim. Gam Kishiyesh Lo Umnus Acheros Isura Miyaika Ukemeforish Bidivreim. Because they, as they as the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch write in other places, it's an Isur the Rabbanu. Sorry, I feel a poskim halacha to Rashashas. You call ki hagav nalava smachtahi, right? It's not an asmachta, meaning it's not gezel de oraisa. Shall call ponim osa kain hu mishukats u metuav. 
the religious language of the Rivash. Person who gambles is it's, it's ugly, it's disgusting to do this thing. That's a pasuk, of course, but it means that it's felled many victims. Now, this was before the uh, gambling uh, addictions. And today it's even much worse, is that when people get into it, they can become addicted and lose all their money. And therefore, it's a terrible thing to do. Even if you're not gezel, even, even if it's not gezel, it's a terrible thing to do. You may not be possible edus, but it's a terrible thing to do. Okay, now, v'gam l'mifal ha'payas. Now, Ravad Yosef is, is, is going over. So, does this apply to mifal ha'payas? Unfortunately, yes. Yesh rabim shekonim kartisim rabim. Kimat b'chol d'mei maskortam. Right, you have people standing at that mifal ha'payas thing, and they're pouring out the money. Hundreds of shekels on tickets. And they could sometimes wither away all their money. Again, that's a metaphorical um, uh, um, uh, statement uh, from Evid Kneini. Basically, they, they, they go out with nothing. And they could lose all of their possessions. And again, unfortunately, uh, today, in the, the, in the, you know, you go into the addiction seminars and you see people who literally were wiped out because of gambling. And this is the Ramah that everybody relies on. Now on the top of page four. So the Ramah held that it's okay. So now we have on the table, a Mahlokas Ramah and Shulchan Aruch, whether it is permissible to do these gambling games. Ravad Yosef says, we, fast, we follow the Shulchan Aruch, Maran is the Shulchan Aruch, and the Ashkenazim will follow the Ramah, but we hold that it's us. Okay? The Afalpi, third line, the Afalpi, Ashkenazim, Shekidlu Aleim Das Ramah, Yecholim Lismoch Allah Benidon Titan, meaning in the Mifal HaPais, he's giving permission to Ashkenazim to buy Mifal HaPais tickets. Shahare Hitir Afilus Kok Bekuvia, so if, if the Ramah allows uh, the, the, the dice play, he certainly allows to buy a lottery ticket. He's going to make a play on words. Okay. This is typical of Adi Yosef's language. Unbelievable. Okay. Okay, so Rabbi Yosef says the Ashkenazim have on what to rely, but he certainly offers the Sephardim. And pretty much this is, I mean, this is in the in the in the Haredi Sephardi community that's uh, that this is very well accepted. Is that yeah, you Ashkenazim, it's okay for you, but it's not okay for us. Maskana de Dina, let's just finish this and then we'll see if there's any discussion. Maskana de Dina. Shasfardim the Eduta Aidota Mizrach Asur Lahem Lishtatef the Kinyat Kartise Mifal Hapayas. The Kolshekain Kartise Sport Liminehem. Shemisachakim Bishabatum Khalim Shabbos Bifarhesia. Okay, this is something you in America they don't realize, but there's what's called Lotto, where you bet on the sports teams who's going to win. Okay, basically, it's a, what are they, I forgot what it's called there in America, the, the, you have a football pool or something like that. Okay, so they have, every week you can fill out a, um, um, a, a, a ticket predicting which of the, of the sports teams are going to win. And the more, if you get correct, you win a certain amount. If you get them all right, you win a huge amount. But most of these games are played on shots. Is it a skill, and is that a skill game like you're picking the team that you think is the best and so on? Or is it just like you're signing up for a box and then they fill in scores or something later? No, 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 no. The, the, you, you fill in who you think is going to, which of these teams okay. is going to win in all the competitions. Like, there are going to be 20 soccer games, and you fill in who you think is going to win. But the games are, but A, the money goes to support the sports teams, and B, the games are played on Shabbos, some of them. And therefore, he goes ballistic over the fact that people actually participate in that, which is much worse, he says, than Nafala Pius. All right, because it's, they're, they're, it's, it's for games that are played on Shabbos, and it's a Chil Shabbos Bifar Hesia. The nimtzah who misayeya yedei over avera, 
All right. There he's going out on a limb and he's ready to answer that, the, 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 the sports gambling, even for Ashkenazim, because that's already not just a question of Masaki Bakuvia, but that's a question of supporting Chil Shabbos and 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 Chil Hashem. Okay, Alonu Yishkon Beta. You listen to me, you'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, okay, so the again, that's basically now the Maklokas between Ashkenazim and Sfardim about Mifal Pais and about Mesachik Bakuv. Questions? Yeah, Josh. So according to Ravavadia, what's the yes, sir, exactly? In Mithala Asmachta. So he's proving out that it's Asmachta based on the behavior of people who are spending all their money on it? No, 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 he, no, no. He's just saying how bad it is. He's saying he's saying that he's, no, no, he, he's only quoting how bad it is as, as, as an adjunct. You want to go back and see that. Okay. I, just, I, I, I missed the. I apologize. I missed the part where he actually connected it to a smock the dafka. That well, that's at the very. That's at the very beginning. He says that because no, because he holds he, the the, the holds that masachi bekuvia is asmakta, right. and it's gezel midirabbanon. That it's gezel midivrehem, and he holds that there's no. He says maybe when you're when you're lottery when you're um, putting a lottery for a safer Torah that's one thing, but when you it's exactly what Pinchas wanted to say when you pool all the money together. And then somebody's getting that money. All the losers are giving up money that they didn't want to give up. <coughs> he, I, I see. He's using he's using the fact that people bet all so much money as the expectation to win. Okay, that's the expectation to win. All right. Otherwise, why are you why are you buying a hundred lottery tickets if you don't have an expectation to win? So therefore, when you get the money from people who bought all those lottery tickets expecting to win, you are partaking of money that people gave. That you shouldn't, that, that you're not really entitled to. I'm wondering if there's a mechanical difference. In, in, in other words, when we talk about Mesach Bakubia, there's money sitting on the DAF. The, the money is belongs to both of us, and somebody's going to take that money. Well, if I purchased a lottery ticket. Wait, stop right there. Stop right there. Okay, you just opened up the door for a whole nother approach that we're going to see. Because when you buy a lottery ticket, you bought a commodity. And therefore, there are those who want to say, you can't possibly call that an asmachta when you bought a commodity. We're going to see that in a few minutes. Okay, so if you want to go in that direction, I'm going to ask you to hold. Okay. I, I, have a, I have a different question. Yeah. So, Lamaisa, uh, asmachta is not just about gambling and lottery and all this. Asmachta is at, if you take somebody else's money at any time for any reason where he really doesn't want to share it, doesn't want to give it to you. And where he didn't have a, where, he did, where his commitment was not a serious commitment. I, I know where you're going, Ephraim. Go ahead, elaborate. Now, flesh out what you're, flesh out where you're going. Uh, well, there are, there are cases where we take money from people legitimately. But they don't really give it with a whole heart. Give me an example. Fundraising. You go to a parlor <laughs> meeting. You go to a parlor meeting, and in the olden days, they used to call out Mr. Mr. Goldberg, hundred dollars. Mr. Schwartz, hundred dollars. And poor Mr. Whatever in the back of the room feels under pressure. He's got to pledge hundred dollars as well. Otherwise, he's a schmagegi. So he goes ahead and he pledges $100 that he probably can't afford. And uh, when he writes that check, it, it, it's painful for him. Is that as much? That is a great question. This is spoken about. There are a number of different issues here. But the, the bottom line answer is that Nidre Tzedakah are considered differently than other commitments. It's okay. In other words, if it would have been for some non sedaka thing, there would be a lot of room for what you say. Okay. Um, there was an interesting shyla I just heard recently. I mean, it's an old shyla. Um, um, it has to, so there's, they're, they're making a fundraising campaign and somebody, okay, I pledged $10,000. Okay. And then somebody says, I'll match it. And the third guy says, I'll also match it. And then the first guy backs out. Are the other guys committed or they're not committed? This is really in, in Mesech Nedarim. This is a 
This is in the Daf Yomi. It was in the Daf Yomi a couple months a month ago. Okay, it's it's relevant to that. Okay, but but what, but your case that's a very good example where it's only because it's nidre tzedakah you can't say that he didn't mean it. But we treat nidre tzedakah very differently than everything else. Okay, so that yeah, there are different different classes of tzedakah too. Go ahead. Right? There are different classes. There's, there's, you know, the, a real honest oni. Uh, there are yeshivas, there are chedorim, there are hospitals, and you know, ultimately, there's universities. There's the different levels of tennis, tennis, tennis clubs. Tennis clubs. Some that's call that's that. my favorite. That's my favorite. Jewish money going to support tennis clubs. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite. So, so there's different degrees of tzedakah as well, but that, that's not my point. Well, no, no. I think that there would be a very big difference. I think it would be a very big difference. In other words, I think halachically we would decide, we would have to decide whether it's nidre tzedakah. And I'm not sure that a tennis club would be called nidre tzedakah. Okay, yeah. And, and you know, and uh, so it, there was a good question. But in general, we treat nidre tzedakah differently. <coughs> I thought you were going to ask something else. I thought you were going to ask more in business deals. Sometimes people get, get sucked in to have to pay money that they really never intended. That's exactly the issue of asma. Would that be like a deposit? You make oh, a security now, deposit? There we go. Now, Ervoni Mochalacha, Echbol Ervoncha. There, now we're getting into it exactly right. And that's, I think, Josh, we were talking about that. Why the contract has to be, in order to avoid the problem of Asmachta, there has to be something there to, to show absolute commitment. Again, one of the ways was a, a Kenyan and a Basin Kashuv. But I think, Josh, you have language, you guys put in language in the contract that deprives the loser of claiming Asmachta. <laughs> timing of the essence and again if it's a sophisticated based in is what i was told uh-huh okay so but otherwise if you're right a lot of these a lot of these penalty that that was the whole point that we had a lot of penalty clauses are really a smart it's exactly a penalty clause could easily be considered a smart and you would not be allowed to and you're really not allowed to take the money okay all right let's see number six okay where this is um Rav, Rav shapiro he wrote in a, in a, this goes back to 19, it goes back to what, 1985 in, in Truman, which is a halachic, uh, a beautiful halachic publication that comes out every year. So he's going to argue very strongly on Rav Lovadia Yosef. This is Avram Shapiro. By the way, they were, uh, they were Mamish colleagues. Okay. All right. So, Kavod Yedidi Hagon Rav Lovadia Yosef, Yedia Daito Lesor Mishum Shahavi Bethlal Vesachi Bekul, Vitamo. Right, so since the if if Masachi has a dimension of Gezel, Indian Gezel meaning it's either the rice or the Rabbana. There's a machokus Ramon and and Mechaber whether this is a Gezel. Lachem Pasach. Therefore, his conclusion is that since the Mechaber holds that that Masachi Bekuvia is Gezel. Since we paskin, we sparred in paskin like the machad, that machsachik bekuvia is gezel. And that's the next step that Avad Yesik takes, which is what he's going to argue on. And, and Mifala Pius is like Mesachik bekuvia. Therefore, Mesachik, therefore, Mifala Pius is also for Sparta. <coughs> Says Rav Shapira, Valani is daiti ain't dome, Lamasha Nechlekubishulchanah. He holds the Mephalapais is not connected at all to the Machlokus Ramon Shulchan Aruch about Mesachi Bikum. Why? Reshit Kola Irle Shalifne Kobiru Yeshladat Kal Gadol. And this is an important, this is a very interesting approach, very important approach. Davarsha Noagut Boklal Yisrael Engla Hirher Achareya. If something has become entrenched as the normal behavior of Klal Yisrael, and you got to be very careful with this. All right. We see it mentioned in many post scheme to buy lottery tickets. So the fact that they're judging whether buying a lottery ticket is a deficiency in bitachon or not, they couldn't talk about it like that if there was something halakhically wrong with it. If there was a chash gezel in buying a lottery ticket, why aren't they worried about the shitas amachabe? 
So yeah, right. So therefore, he holds the fact that it's assumed it's okay and it's only a shaila bitachon. Therefore, you can't connect this to the machlokas. There's a, I mean, there's a famous uh, Rav Desla brings this that Rabbi Sol Salanters. Rav Desla brings this to illustrate a high, le- the highest level of bitachon, right? And showing how only a Rabbi Sol Salanter is allowed to do this. It says Rabbi Sol Salanter used to buy a lottery ticket once a week. That was it. He never went. He, never, he, he sat and learned. He was t- teaching Musr and he bought a lottery ticket once a week with the assumption that if HaKadosh Baruch wants me to have the money, I'll have the money. And if not, I won't. So Rav Dessler said that's the highest level of Bitach. But along the line, that's really what Rav Shapir is alluding to. But if there was an Isser of buying a lottery ticket, what, what, does that, what does that do with Bitach? You're not allowed to do it. <coughs> okay. So, all right. So, th- so therefore, he, he, he holds that we see sources that there's no problem. So, but he says, but Lachira, we have to understand. So, we see, you know, as he's going, he's working backwards. It's clearly not an Isra. But we got to figure out why. So, why is, why is it not an Asma? Okay, so but so he's working backwards. The money that he's going to win is on the table. It's interesting. That's a little different than what we saw about the money being on the table. But he's saying like this again. I mean, he's assuming that the table doesn't belong to the people. We're, we're playing dice and each of us puts $10 on the table. And then whoever, then if I throw the dice one way, I win. And if I throw the dice another way, you win. So the money now is on the table. So each participant is putting his money on the table. So when the guy put his $10 on the table, why did he put the $10 on the table? Because he has confidence that he's going to get his $10 back with the other guy's $10. So if he loses, he didn't really expect to lose that $10. And therefore, we could say that there's gezel, maybe at least be debris. So the winner, the winner is taking money that mean he really the, the, that the loser is not really giving him belay shalit. Zemasachik bekuvi. That's the masachik bekuvia that Chazal asked. Aval behagralot kemorival apayis hakesef mishulam lisochnut hamifal. We're not putting the money on the table. We're putting the money into the company. The mifal apayis company is now holding all the money. Hakoni yodet bivirur shekesef zelo yuchzarel. He knows for sure he's not getting his money back. He puts in a dollar. He knows he's not expecting to get that dollar back. By the way, he's talking about giving the money to the, to the ticket seller. You give the money to the ticket seller. You're not expecting to get that dollar back because the ticket seller is going to send it to the distributor and the distributor is going to send it to the company. And then, right, it's going to, it's going to change a lot of hands. What? Meaning, the Mifala Pais people, they own his money 100%. See, when the money is on the table, that money that you're taking, I expected to get back. And therefore, when you take my money, you took my money that I didn't expect you to take. But when I buy a lottery ticket, I know that the money's going to the company. And the company now owns that money. And therefore, when you gave the money to buy the ticket, of course you were giving the money to the company. You were giving the money to the company, believe Sholem. Ella, what are you, why did you do that? Because it could be that next week, I'm going to get 10 times my money back. I was waiting for this. When you invest in a business, what are you expecting? Well, you're putting in your money and you're hoping that there's going to be profit from the business. 
or certainly in the stock market. Right? You, you bought a company stock and the company went bankrupt. So you think the company is a goslin on your money? They're not a goslin on your money. You put it in and they own the money. You gave it to them because you're hoping that there's going to be profit. It's nothing, it's not, it's not at all called uh, uh, um, it's a very legitimate thing. And as he's alluding to the fact that, wait a minute, why are you putting in $10? You're putting in $10 because you're hoping you get back $1,000. Isn't that a violation of Losachmod? You're really, you're really coveting the big money. So he says, no, that's not, that's not correct. He says another. This is what you wanted to say. Josh, you started to say, and I cut you off, but now you're going to say it. What are they selling? They're selling tickets. So when you sell a ticket, is that ticket worth worth a dollar? Is the lottery ticket worth a dollar? Right after I bought it, is it worth a dollar? Before the drawing, yes. Before the drawing, is the ticket worth a dollar? Absolutely. Okay. So Could you, after you bought the ticket, could you sell it to somebody for a dollar? You could certainly sell it to for 99 cents. Now you bought a dollar ticket, I'll sell you my ticket for 90 cents a week before the lottery. So it's got value. So the Sephardi can buy it and sell it to an Ashkenazi. There's no connection. And he wants to say it's absolutely 100% okay, even for a Sparty to buy a Mifala Pius ticket, because since it now has commercial value, he bought a commodity. And I think that's, I, 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 that's the most compelling argument, is, is that it's a commodity, right? It happens to be that this commodity, is, so again, on a certain level, people want to claim that buying a stock in the stock market is a, uh, you know, is, is a gamble. <coughs> certainly venture capital with startups you know, that, that's a, certainly a gamble. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Ravaran Shapiro says it's 100% okay. Okay? All right, so pretty much that's really the Machlokas, Ovadia Yosef, and all the other postkim. Again, everybody, all the Ashkenazi postkim say it's 100% okay. And Ravaran Shapiro wants to hold, and he's arguing pretty, in my opinion, very compelling, that it's a, you're buying a commodity. You're buying a commodity that has the potential to appreciate in value. Maybe there's entertainment value too. What'd you say? Maybe there's entertainment value too when the office guys say, hey, I want to chip in $2. We're going to buy tickets together. It's just a chavayaya because it's a billion dollar prize. That's an interesting thought. Okay, that's an interesting thought is it's entertainment. There we may call, where there we may quote the revosh is that maybe it's not such a, uh, a an appealing way to, to entertain yourself. No. To throw in money that, again, because of the addiction potential, and again, okay. apparently the Rivosh, the Rivosh already saw the addiction potential in gambling. And therefore, he said it's really not an appropriate, uh, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And it's not an appropriate, uh, you know, and uh, not entertaining. That's a different type of, that's a different yeah. area of lottery. Ephraim, what did you want to say? Two things. One is that some of the, some of the lotteries presented as an opportunity to dream. Yeah, right. Well, for yeah. the 10 yeah. days that you hold the ticket, you can dream, and is oh, that? Oh, you mean? Well, I see. You mean? Oh, you get you get the opportunity for a week to dream about what you're going to do with ten million dollars. To dream about what you're going to do if you win. Uh huh. The the other thing, just in terms of history, one of my earliest memories of my grandfather, my my mother, uh, and and her family lived in Tel Aviv. He was a visionist of Chusid with a shrine on the whole the whole getup. Lived in uh, Allenby Street in in Tel Aviv. My earliest, one of my few memories of him was taking me to the Mifala Pais kiosk to buy a ticket on Friday. Wow. Okay. So he, uh, he, uh, yeah, he also okay. bought lottery tickets. Wow. Uh, Robert Kalinsky, there's a, yeah. there's a lottery, there's a, a raffle that's very popular now in America. It's annual, it's a grand raffle. And you buy tickets because you get a call from this yeshiva, that yeshiva, this organization. It's $100,000 and there's second and third prizes. And you recognize after a while that 
it's all the same raffle that everybody's just pooling in. They customize their own tickets. This year, I'm looking at the ticket and I notice it says no purchase necessary to enter. And then I look it up because it says go online. To, so I look up and you could buy, you could get, you could gift. And number five is you could write in your name and you get 30 entries into this raffle. Maximum entries total, no matter how you got your tickets, is 30. It has all this language. I said, just imagine if I wrote in and they picked me. <laughs> I, I won for free. But uh, I think that there might be tax reasons that they did that. I wonder if it's also a smachta related that they did this halacha that they put that in. I think it might be taxed because, first of all, they're not the profit. And second, there might be something about now you could write off the whole ticket because you didn't have to pay that. You're not getting. Oh, yeah. Something. Oh, that. Yeah, that would make sense because, you know, they, they need to make sure that the money that you gave, you can write it off because since you could have gotten it for free, it's a, it, the whole thing could be a donation. That, that's an, that's interesting. <coughs> OK, so again, I think we're going to stop here. If you want to take a look, we're not going to do this anymore. Unless you guys want to continue here, there's a little bit more. I mean, he talks about poker, and um, and he has a little bit of a summary. He has a couple of more shitas. Um, you know, I mean, if you, if uh, you, there's a, there's a little bit more to do if you want to follow up on it and see what he has to say about poker. There's a there's a whole paragraph here on page five about poker. Maybe what we'll Ours do is we'll, we'll pick that up on on, on Sunday and then end there. We'll, we'll finish the sugya uh, there on on Sunday. A couple of other things I have in mind. So maybe what we will we, we will pick it up if you bring back the sheets. Okay.